Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> we made it. Yes, we did. We have overcome. We've come this far by faith. Oh, yes. We've come this far by faith. I'm telling you, if I didn't have faith in my God, if I didn't have faith to know that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, you know, it might not come through the first time, y'all. I'm just saying. But when I press in and I know that I am diligent, I am on it. I'm God. I'm like, God, help. (laughs) Help. (laughs) Lord, I'm here. Can you see me? Lord, I'm here. I'm praying. Can you hear me? And he loves us. Yes, he loves us. He is so mindful of us. And I just love the Lord. That's why I'm here. And I'm glad you're here. And we're together. We're hanging out together with him. I'm Sister Ann Moles. And today I'm going to be your MC. And we're just going to hang out together with the Lord. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in the matchless name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you that you hear us that you desire to want to be with us, God, that that you gave us a mind to want to hang out with you, God, that you spoke to our ears and our hearts and our minds, and you said, come unto me, all ye who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And God, I thank you that I received your, your message, your word when you said it, and I know others have to God and we just ask that you'll honor this time God that you'll bless this time that we've come together with you and that you'll speak to our ears speak to our hearts God speak to our minds wash us with your word God and be with us in Jesus name amen and amen oh I tell you I could have just went on up I could have went on up in prayer and done some more. I could have prayed some more. Prayer is just that good, isn't it? Communicating with our God, our Father, is just that good. and It's just that wonderful. It is for me. I know he hears me, just like Jesus said. He said, Father, I know you hear me. He says, I know you always hear me. God always hears us. Yes, he does. When we pray, he always hears us. And we don't have to be concerned. Well, does God know? Yeah, he knows. Is he here? Is he with us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's with us. Now, I know there's more than uh, than uh, just myself hanging out today. Uh, there's another one out there. There's some folks out there hanging out uh, for the YouTubers. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Hello to all the YouTubers. Hello to all the Facebookers. Those that hang out on Twitch, the podcast, just everyone. Just praise the Lord. I'm just glad you're here today. Hello and God bless you. Yeah. You know, we had a great time uh, yesterday on on the go with LFHHM. Yeah, we had a good time with with uh, Sister Reza Singleton. Reza Shade Singleton hung out with us yesterday and and blessed us. And she gave us a little testimony, and we chatted about how how we came to the current our current houses of worship. So for those who who uh, are already in church have been in church been saved for a while a long while or a short while but but uh, you've been in church for a while I know you have a testimony on how you got there on how you got to church how did the Lord speak to your heart and ask you and direct you to that household of uh, household of faith that you're currently at because you know we think that that, um, you know, we think that God doesn't lead us and guide us in all truth. Yes, he does. He says that in his word. He's going to lead us and guide us even to the places of, of fellowship where he w- 
wants us to be. And I gave my short testimony about that too and how I found myself at the fellowship where I'm currently fellowshipping in. And then, you know, it's going to even get better because it goes on and on. And, and how we're here at LFHHM, Laborers for His Harvest Ministries, how we're here even now. And I'm going to tell that testimony a little a little further down the road, but tell someone how you got to church. You know, people want to know that that's another key, another witnessing tool as believers. And that's what we're doing. We want to sharpen our saw, as the book says, um, one of the seven habits of highly effective people. <laughs> sharpen the saw. Stephen Covey said, sharpen the saw. We want to we want to use all of the gifts that we have in order to witness to people and encourage them. And when they hear that, then they'll be encouraged. Maybe it'll bring their remembrance back to say, hey, I, I know God had mentioned to my heart. He said, go down there to that church there. And and then you'll be able to uh, to glean at a place. Folks need a church home. And that's one of the reasons why I believe we've gone through so much of what we've gone through. The enemy has has hit our churches and for whatever reason the Lord has allowed it and we're going to, you know, give him the glory for it and learn from it. But yeah, you know, church is super important. Yes, it is. It is super, super important. And I thank my God. I thank him for all of uh, what he's allowed me to learn from the churches. Find yourself a good church home. I know you've been to church already. You've logged in. You've uh, done the online thing. You, you've signed up and gone to the building because, you know, we here in the greater Kansas City area, a lot of us have had to sign up to, in order to go to church. Wow, wow. I tell you, what was the brother talking about? He says he didn't want to be upset with his wife. Lord, he, he's like, Lord, create in me. That scripture that was reminded me of the scripture. Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me. Oh, my goodness. Big, big ups. My goodness. Zach Scar, search my heart. He says the Lord ain't went nowhere. You know, sometimes we can pray and think that. The Lord is not there when we pray. He says, Lord, the Lord ain't went nowhere. <laughs> wow. I'd rather spend time with you. This is what the man said. He said he'd rather spend time with God than spend money. Uh, how many folks can say that? I'm telling that's some love. You know, we're talking about communicating and be, be, being there with our God. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to just say, look, that's some love. That's some love, and especially in these days and times. Yeah, especially in these days and times. Everybody want to do everything other than spend time with their God. Hmm, a lot of people do. A lot of people do. I even have to fight myself. To make sure that I spend time with them. This world is um, can be overwhelming. With all kinds of things going on. For whatever reason. Good reasons even. Spend time at work. You got to do all this and that. But you know there's quite a bit of time. Where you could make a choice. Yeah. Could make a choice. Well. There's a word that the Lord had impressed upon my heart. And. It kind of did a little turn, y'all. It did a little turn. He gave me the word. I got it. Okay. And we, we searched it and and uh, worked with it. And then he showed me something else in it. So just hold on for the ride. But I want to talk about, I want to talk about the doorkeeper. The doorkeeper. Yeah. Now, the doorkeeper in the old times or the biblical times you would consider the doorkeeper uh in the doorkeeper that would be in the house of the lord okay so the olden times the or the biblical times would the doorkeeper would be in the house of the lord and even today we have a new type of doorkeeper we call them ushers don't we 
Yeah, we call them ushers. But the doorkeeper, hmm. Now, the door, the duty of a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord uh, was a very important and privileged job. It was trusted to the most capable, loyal, and trained priest. So it wasn't just to go out there. Praise the Lord, Brother Hollins. God bless you. Hello. It wasn't that anyone could just watch the door. You know, they would put someone on the door. and We could think of different um, different places where there'd be folks on the door. Even now, whether you're in the world or not, security would be on the door or all kinds of security, whatever. But this doorkeeper, when it, when it pertains to the people in God's house, you had to be capable, loyal, and trained. You were a priest in doing that. Now, even today, our, our church usher should be in that same way. Hmm. You should want it to, to be that way in that we just don't put anyone on the door, right, as an usher. It's a place of service. And, of course, we want ushers to be uh, good people, kind ushers, helpful ushers, uh, but also loyal, yeah, capable because, hey, in these days and times, who knows? I mean, you need to be able to to understand what's going on with a person if they just, just stroll in any kind of way. Um, and, of course, a trained priest. But here, once, once we get saved, once saved, we as God's people are empowered as of a royal priesthood. Okay, so... This still, the word still follows itself, a trained priest. Now, in the old days or in the biblical days, yeah, you, you had to be a trained priest. Well, how does an usher be a trained priest? Well, let's, let's get saved. You're set, you're, once saved, you become a, tr a trained priest. <laughs> Believe it or not, you're priest in training, yes, of a, because we're of a royal priesthood. Let's look at 1 Peter 2 and 9. Okay, now today... I have my travel Bible. I'm telling you, we are like, we got to be ready to go, guys. We have to be ready to break it out and something compact and small enough where we can carry it around and be able to witness and then be able to open it up for ourselves, too, so we can get some encouragement. So I have my little trusty travel Bible today. Now, First Peter is in the New Testament and verses 2. Uh, chapter 2, verse 9. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a consecrated nation, a special people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies, the wonderful deeds and virtues and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. We've read this scripture before hear it on the go we've done that but here's the thing once you get saved just know that you are of a royal royal priesthood so uh, we you know we we need to know that embrace that understand that and understand the responsibility that comes with that doorkeepers were priests and and as priests in the house of the Lord, their jobs uh, was to uh, make sure that they, that no one was unclean or undeserving. Yeah, make sure that no one unclean or undeserving would enter the temple of the Lord and to ensure those who were able to enter worship did so rightly. So properly, they purified themselves. They were purified and were purified to enter the gates of the Lord, Lord's presence and properly paid their tithe and reverence first. Okay, well, now in this way, God's house wouldn't be defiled. So the whole purpose of having the doorkeeper was to ensure that people came in right and the, the house of the Lord wouldn't be defiled. Okay, made unclean, you know, folks just coming in any old kind of way and calling themselves serving or so-called worshiping any old kind of way, just giving God any anything. 
So defiling the house of the Lord. And if the doorkeepers did not do their jobs, the temple would be defiled. Yeah. So it was important that the doorkeepers did their jobs. Doorkeepers had to have incredible character. Incredible. That kind of sounds sounds familiar. Isn't that what God is raising us up to be as he teaches us once we get saved? His word does that. His word teaches us character. Yeah. They couldn't be bribed. Ooh, oh boy. Or be lazy in their responsibilities. Oh my goodness. So they couldn't be bribed. A doorkeeper back in the day is like, okay, why don't you go ahead and I, I slip you this little bit of coin and you just go ahead and let me in anyway for whatever reason. A lot of times folks just wanted to come just for show. It's no different than today. Well, you couldn't bribe a doorkeeper back in the day because he knew, look, if the Lord's house became unclean, that that was falling on him. That was his job to make sure that it wouldn't be defiled. And he wasn't lazy about his responsibilities either, which kind of gives us as children of God working in the Lord's house, uh, the unction to know that we need to be about our father's business and be on our posts. That's an encouragement to know that back in the day was then, and it's no different now, even for us in the Lord's house. Now, as a Christian doorkeeper today and now, the Bible also tells us that once we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, okay, our bodies become the temple of the Lord. Oh, so this is getting a little bit interesting. So it went from the church building, which is still, it was important in the, in the biblical days, the temple. Didn't want to be defiled, didn't want to uh, have be uh, defiled the temple of the Lord, had to come in right, had to do live right or be right before you could even come in. And now transitioning into the New Testament and with what Jesus has done for us, our bodies become the temple of the of the Lord. Okay, let's look. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. And 1 Corinthians is also in the New Testament. Okay, it reads, and I'm reading in the Amplified. Now, do you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is within you when you have received as a gift from God and that you are not your own property. Hmm? So the Holy Spirit, once we get saved, look, we've got the Holy Ghost. It's a gift from God. And guess what? We are not our own. We belong to him. His spirit comes in us. Hallelujah. And we are his children. What a great great relationship what a great thing to happen to us in our lives the holy spirit is very important when it comes to salvation without his spirit we're we're none of his we're not his without his spirit amen okay so here we're getting a an understanding an insight that okay it went from the physical temple to the Lord also including, now we do reverence the, the church building. We do in that it's a place where we get to come and fellowship and worship God. And the Lord does meet us in the place because what? We bring him along with us. A song says, take the Lord along with you <laughs> everywhere you go. So yeah, we bring the Lord along with us. He's already there in the temple, but we bring him through the power of the Holy Spirit that's in us. Hallelujah. So, yeah, it's important. Now, even King David said that he would rather be in the house of the Lord and on the Lord's side. He'd rather be in the house of the Lord and on the Lord's side. He'd rather do that. Let's look and see all of what he says, because he says it better than I can. Let's look at the book. Let's look at Psalm. Psalm. Now, that's in the Old Testament. And we're going to look at Psalm 84. 
And we're going to look at, uh, first we're going to look at one and two. So Psalm 84 verses one and two. How lovely are your dwelling places, O Lord of hosts. My soul, my life, my inner self longs for and greatly desires the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh sing for joy to the living God. Now that sounds familiar, doesn't it? Now we can, how lovely are your dwelling places, O Lord of hosts. So yeah, we make beautiful buildings, church buildings. We do our best and we just make it just as pretty and nice as we can with the resources God has given us. huh? But I also... I just, I want to just say, look, God is transformed. He transforms lives and makes our lives, the person beautiful because he's dwelling in us. His Holy Spirit dwells in us. And here the song goes, how lovely are your dwelling places? We become lovely. I have seen folks transform. I've seen them with my own eyes, how they were transformed from looking uh, in, in the character their even their their appearance their facial appearance the the way that they dress you name it i've seen them transform once god has saved them called them out of darkness into his marvelous light their countenance changed the look on their faces changed i've seen it with my own eyes well why not how lovely are your dwelling places o lord of hosts his Holy Spirit in us. Let's look at 84, Psalm 84, and we're going to skip down. We're going to go down to verses 8 through 11. Okay, now here, here's David, King David. Now, he's just, King David was, he was a man after God's own heart, the word of God says. He just wanted to just schmooze God, love God, and just tell God all about how wonderful, great he is. Yes, oh, King David. He says, O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Listen, O God of Jacob, Selah. See our shield, O God, and look at the face of your anointed, the king, as your representative. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand anywhere else. I would rather stand as a doorkeeper at the threshold of the house of my God than to live at ease in the tents of the wicked. Huge. Now this guy, he's the king and you know, kings, they have it all. They got big, big house, big grip, big everything. But see here, David says, look, I would rather be in your house as a doorkeeper now he's a priest and yes it's a big responsibility but he's not the high priest he's just the dude helping out right all right but david said i'd rather be in your house than be in all the the wonderful tents of the of wickedness the tent of wickedness he'd rather be saved that's what david is saying verse 11 for the lord god is a sun and shield the Lord bestows grace and favor and honor. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. See, that's the reward that we get when we have the Lord in our lives. There's a great reward, great reward. He says he'd never leave us, nor will he forsake us. He bestows grace and favor and honor. So all of what we try to do before we get saved, trying to make our name, you know, I'm trying to get some, some respect. I want some respect. Well, <laughs> go ahead and get saved, get saved. And the Lord, you respect the Lord, but Lord said this, the word says the Lord will, will give you grace Hallelujah. Favor. See, respect to me is like favor. Folks do things for you, whatever. Well, there's favor of God. God will give you favor with men and he'll give you honor. Hallelujah. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Just get saved. Now, that's it. That's the biggest answer right there. Everybody's trying to look. I tried to look. I wanted to know. Hmm. 
Now here's the part here, guys. Here's the part. Now this is this is a word of wisdom that I tell my children all the time. And you know, if I'm gonna say it to my children, I'm gonna say it uh, because I love them. I'm gonna tell them the truth. But the truth is, the truth is to get saved. Get saved. Get your house in order, and stay saved. Keep your house in order. That's that's the best thing. That's the word of wisdom. That is it. And even so much the more. Even so much the more. Amen. Let's look at Luke chapter 11 verses uh, 14 through 26. And we're going to we're going to look at this. It's not going to take long, but we're going to look at it. And the reason why is because. A lot of times people think you can get saved and then once you get saved, that's it, you know, but you have to keep your house in order. You have to strive. You have to continue to press in and keep your house in order once you get it in order. Uh, Once you allow the Lord to, to get you right, get you cleaned up. Let's look. Now, Luke is in the New Testament. It says, and at another time, Jesus was casting out a demon. Now here, this is Jesus. And these are the great works that the Lord has done. Had done when he was here on earth here. And one of the things he cast out many devils. But here, at another time, Jesus was casting out a demon. And it was controlling a man so as to make him mute. Oh boy. What is it about, you know, don't get me wrong, you know, masks do save lives. There's scientific proof that when you're, you have your mask on and everything, it doesn't, it doesn't spew, you're not spewing saliva and you're not breathing in other, you know, bacteria and things like that. So it's a blessing. Don't get me wrong. But there's also uh, a political and there's also another spiritual intonation that's going on with with the the mass mandate yeah you you, there's things that where you have to to do things and you you're required to do it and the politics of of what needs to happen to get everyone on board but here this demon was making a man mute made a mute and when the demon had gone out the mute man spoke and the crowd was awed so God brought deliverance. Jesus brought deliverance from this man, from the being uh, possessed with a demon. And the mute man spoke. Amen. Verse 15. But some of them said, he drives out demons by the power of Beelzebul, Satan, the ruler of the demons. Others, trying to test him, were demanding of him a sign from heaven. Now, isn't that like Slewfoot? You know, just people get confused and he's just going to throw in even more confusion there. But here's what God says. But he said, well aware of their thoughts. And this is Jesus. Well aware of their thoughts and purposes said to them, every kingdom divided against itself is doomed to destruction. And a house divided against itself falls. Now, that's a word that we need to know, even in these days and times, all of this division that's going on on every realm here in our governments and and things of that nature. Let's not it be. Let's not let it be in our households. Let's not let it be in our in our homes. Amen. Verse 18, if Satan also is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand and continue to survive for you are saying that I drive out demons by the power of Beelzebub. Now, if I drive out the demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons, the Jewish exorcists, drive them out? For this reason, they will be your judges. All right. Here, verse 20. But if I drive out the demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has already come upon you. Verse 21. When the strong man fully armed guards his own house, he belongs, his belongings and are undisturbed and secure. 
Okay, so when the strong man fully armed guards his own house, his belongings are undisturbed and secure. So there's there's a wisdom even in that natural thing. Now I'm going to guard my house. I'm going to lock the doors. I'm going to make sure things are well. So spiritually so, I'm going to guard what's going on the outside, making sure that I, I don't have it coming in on the inside. See, that's, that's being that doorkeeper we're talking about. Be that doorkeeper even for your own personal lives as of a royal priesthood. Okay, verse 22. But when someone stronger than he attacks and overpowers him, he robs him out of all his armor on which he has had relied and divides his goods as spoil. So, yeah, you know, someone come in, you're going to bust the door down and take your stuff. Well, you know, we're talking about if you don't have the Holy Spirit in you, if you're not full of God's Holy Spirit, then there's another spirit that's going to come and bust the door down and take all of what you have, all of what you think you have. Being a good person, I've heard it all. I'm a good person and it's okay. I'll be all right. Well, being a good person that's not having the Holy Spirit. So here the enemy comes and is going to attack you and overpower you and take the spoils. Anything good you think you have. Here comes the enemy to take it. Okay. Verse 23. He who is not with me. This is Jesus talking. He who is not with me believing in me as Lord and Savior is against me. There is no impartial position and he who does not gather with me assisting in my ministry scatters now that's self-said that's self-said that right there he was very clear in that now let's look and see even more in verse 24 what he's talking about now when the unclean spirit comes out of a person it roams through waterless places in search of a place of rest and not finding any, it says, I will go back to my house or person from which I came. See, that's why it's important to have the Holy Spirit. When you get saved to make sure that you're full filled with it, the Holy Spirit, be certain about it. You know, we uh, we believe in in tearing or waiting for the Lord to fill you and see there's a God dealing with you and then there's a God filling you. Yes, he's dealing with you. You we minister to people to get to understand where they can understand God with me, dealing with me. But then I know that I'm full of the Holy Spirit because then we get to go back to the book of Acts when the Holy Spirit first came with the initial evidence of where they had spoken in tongues as the spirit of God gave utterance. So we follow the same as the apostles doctrine, no different. So there's a process there where you will speak in another language until then. It's still God dealing with you. All right. And when he comes now here, verse 25, and when it comes, it finds the place swept and put in order. All right. So here comes the spirit that doesn't have the Holy Spirit. And it's it's got a doorway there. So it, there's there's nothing in there to keep it clean other than it's it was swept clean. They cleaned it up. They said, hey, I'm going to be a good person. I'm going to do my best and I'm just going to hang out and just do my best. Well, when the spirit comes back, because spirits wrong. He's just telling you this. This is what the word of God is saying. This is no, no metaphor. This is the way that that spirits uh, operate here on earth while we're here in this fallen world. And he says, and when it comes back, it finds the place swept and put in order. The person is, is put in order. And then then it goes and brings seven other spirits more evil than itself. And they go into the person and live there. Come on. And the last state of that person becomes worse than the first. So that's why the Holy Spirit is so important, because it, without it, here comes these other strong spirits. Spirits are stronger than your spirit as a human being. 
but it's not stronger than the Holy Ghost. It's not stronger than the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So we want to be mindful of what Jesus shared in what he was explaining on how this happens to people without the Holy Spirit in their lives. Come on. Keeping that door. Get and keep your house in order. Being that doorkeeper. That doorkeeper in your life. Your your own soul. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So we thought about the attribute today. The attribute is that God is holy. He is holy. He is infinitely unchangeably perfect. He is. So there's no there's no uh, mess up on God. You know, God, he made a mistake. No, he didn't. No, he's holy. He is unchangeably perfect. Infinitely unchangeably perfect. Amen. Amen. Woo, I tell you, God is just wonderful. He's wonderful. He's a real he's the the reason why in my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's the center of my joy. How about you? How about you? Thank you, Jesus. Just be blessed to know. Praise the Lord, Brother Henderson, Elder Henderson. God bless you. Amen to the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, let's go ahead and uh, bless the Lord in song. We're going to check out this last song here that uh, is truly a blessing, I think. And now this looks like to be a group. This was a group. Let me get pull that up and we'll check it out. Amen. Okay, here we go. Yeah, this is a group. Uh, the KTG Keeping the Gospel. That's what KTG stands for, Keeping the Gospel. And the song is, I Know Who You Are. I Know Who You Are. Praise God. Let's check them out. Hey, brother, how are you? Good to see y'all again. Yeah, it's been a long time. I know. It's been a long time. Good to see y'all. How you doing? Good to see you again.
Try to uproot, so with long rope But your sheep know your voice and they follow They follow I know who you want to me I know what you do for me I know. Hallelujah. I know. Thank you, Jesus, who you are, what you've done for me. Hallelujah. God has done great things. The greatest gift that he has given us is salvation. It's the greatest gift. Now, we're still talking about that door. I want to give you one more scripture where Jesus says, I am the door. Hop, glory. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's go to John chapter 10, verses 7 through 9. So Jesus said again, I assure you, And most solemnly say to you, I am the door for the sheep leading to life. All who came before me as false messiahs and self-appointed leaders are thieves and robbers. But the true sheep did not hear them. I am the door. Anyone who enters through me will be saved and will live forever and I will go in and will go in and out freely and find pasture spiritual security hallelujah and will go in and out freely and find pasture spiritual security Jesus is the door And guess who the doorkeeper is? He doesn't just want us to keep our own doors. He helps us. That Holy Spirit. Jesus is a doorkeeper too. Hallelujah. He is. He's the great I am. He loves us so much. He's made a way of escape. He's inviting us to come into communion with him yeah he's done that he's made a way to have right relationship again with our God and if you need to be saved if you want to be saved if you want to renew your relationship with him because you found yourself backslidden Pray this prayer. Dear Dear God God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner. And I am sorry for my sins. And the life that I have lived. I need your forgiveness. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent and turn away from sin. And I turn to you. I believe that you... Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross 
at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. I repent and turn away from sin and I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. Right now I ask you, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior and Lord over my life and my soul. With my heart, I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. This very moment I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, transform my life so that I may bring glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen. And if you prayed that prayer, you are on your way. You're on your way to having a right relationship. It's the beginning. It's a prayer for repentance. First, you have to turn away and ask God to give you the strength to turn away. And he'll do it. He will do it. Then there's a a growth process that he has for us. And he just makes it clear to where we are sure that the spiritual security is there for us because he'll fill us with that Holy Spirit that we read about and hear about so much. Hallelujah. His spirit living in us. Hallelujah. Praise God. And if you need to, um, if you need more clarity, yeah, I encourage you to go out to our website, www.lfhhm.org, and go out there. There's a pamphlet out there, a salvation, the road to salvation pamphlet that makes it clear, and it outlines the steps of growth and relationship with our God. And, of course, takes us through to where we can grow and walk in victory with our God. Hallelujah. Well, praise him. Hallelujah. I just give him glory today. How about you? Well, we just want to encourage you to just hang in there. Do just press in. See, even when we get weak, if we just just declare and hold on to our God, he makes us strong. When we're weak, he makes us strong. He becomes strong in our lives. Press into God. Don't give up. Be mindful that you are of a royal priesthood. Once you get saved, it just it changes the whole game of who you are in this world and who you are in relationship to our God. Hallelujah. Changes the game. So don't let the devil beat you up. Don't let him tell you anything different. So then we grow and walk in our calling as priesthood, as royal priests in the relationship that we have with our God. We just do it. We do it and we grow in him. Be encouraged today. Be blessed. Be blessed. And we will see you next time. Thank you for joining the LFHHM broadcast together with him. Special thanks to the LFHHM volunteers, friends, and the consultants at Union Rog Hill Films. One God, one church. 
Don't forget to check out the discipleship resources at www.lfhhm.org. There are also great volunteer opportunities. Click on the Contact Us tab and let us know you're interested. Be sure to subscribe, like, and sign up to review media notifications on events and updates. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest.